chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. I can't wait! It's the season to be grimy. <laughs> oh, I love this season, this holiday season. Everybody knows what the holiday is, right? It's the um, National Zookeeper Week. It's Nizuku. Nizuku. It's the I... relative of ooh, woo, woo. <laughs> it's Nizuku, and I couldn't be happier. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, happy Zookeeper Week, all you fucking professionals. All you crazy cats and reptiles and amphibians. Yeah, woo! It's our week where we get a bunch of Facebook posts about how cool it is to be a zookeeper, and then we go back to our same old shit, and people yelling at us about killing animals. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and we go back to our literal and figurative shit life. (laughs) But I love that one post someone put on our meme, and they were like, but actually it's not even zookeeper week, because it's all zoo staff week, because (laughs) we can't can't single you out anymore. I saw that, and I like. I was like, oh, it's too real. It is too <laughs> real. It's also maintenance week, obviously, even though they make more than us because it's a trade. Anyway, uh, yeah, actually, happy Someone's National bitter. Zookeeper Week. I'm not bitter. I'm just, like, kind of bitter about it. Mm-hmm. But um, happy National Zookeeper Week. It's all this week. It's um, If you're listening to this in the future or the past, it is June 21st to like the 27th or something um it's it's actually july but it's july i was in the past it was me all along (laughs) it's july a twist and yeah i think it's was created by azac the association of zoos and aquarium Uh or oh my god i just double stroked (laughs) double stroked you're kicked out you don't you don't get to be part of the club anymore i don't get to be part of either club no I'm sorry, everybody. It's the American Association of Zookeepers. I think they just invented it out of thin air. And for some reason, they made it in the dead of summer, which is like, they probably did that on purpose because that's when they were like the most miserable. So they're like, we got to <laughs> give them. And also, we ice have cream to do is something. like the cheapest way to make us happy. So the zoos were probably like, let's just just make it in, just make it in July. Those kids are going to riot if we give ice cream in December. <laughs> right? <laughs> Those polar kids, they're going to riot. Uh, yeah, happy Zookeeper Week. Y'all are worth it. Yeah, keep on keeping on. We had really yeah. lovely things. Um, that one woman said, like, the nicest thing to us on Facebook. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, Flora and I were texting tears. each other. Yeah. Shed tears. Like, that's so pure. Um, so thank you guys for being awesome and listening to our dumb podcast. So um, if you listened to last week's Q&D, we talked about um, one of our patrons, Jeremy. And this episode is also about him because he gives us money. And so we'll literally do anything he wants us to. <laughs> we lavish him with attention. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, no, but it like included in his question from last week. He also was letting us know some of the animals he was going to be working with. And he wanted us to kind of do an episode about one of them. And we do what our patrons tell us to do. So we put up a poll and had um, the patrons vote. It was actually very exciting because I had worked with like th- almost all of them. Because mm-hmm. um, I also worked at a South American string. So, uh, this week, the animal is the kinkajou. Ah! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kink shame it. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm thinking. So, like, we could go... Here's what... Lo- Sorry, here's what you're kinking. Stop. 
Okay. So, okay, if we were, like, lowbrow humor and, like, degenerates, we could make some <laughs> sort of, like, Jewish joke, right? But, like, neither oh, of us yeah. are Jewish, and, like, that's just not – it's just not top tier. So, like, I'm no. thinking top tier humor, right? Yeah. So, like, let's yeah. ignore that. Yeah. Let's go straight for, like, Kinkachu. Like, it's, like, a kinky Pikachu. <gasps> So, like, if there was, like, a fetish version of Pikachu, it would I be really the like that. Kinkachu. I think, I think Pikachus already kind of look like Pokemon, so I think it, oh, yeah, it checks absolutely. out. Plus, like, we don't need no Andrew Dice Clay up in here. <laughs> we already have <laughs> we Andrew are, Dice Clay. Yeah, we are own women. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to go with. That's my leading <laughs> joke is we have Pikachu, we have Mimikyu, which pretends to be a Pikachu and, like, wears a weird shawl and is creepy. And now mm. we have fetish Pikachu who is Kinkajou, who goes around with, like, nipple tassels, maybe, is what I'm picturing. I like that. I not only like that, I love it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm ready Perfect. to get my new my newest tat. Ooh. Oh, my. <gasps> I oh want my it God. on my <laughs> I want left. It. I want it on my left buttock. <laughs> oh. What if... Oh. <laughs> no, that's too far. I was like, what if you got nipple tassels of... Or tattoos of nipple tassels, but I don't understand how that would even work, so... Yeah, but also it's not far enough, so continue. <laughs> okay, number one, we did get way ahead of ourselves. How has your week been, I was gonna ask? Oh, know. yeah, uh, <laughs> Zookeeper Week has been popping. We've had a couple days of, uh, stuff that, like, our, our Azak does for us, which is really nice. Hey, nice. uh, I would love if my cat could not chew on the microphone that I use. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and relocate... The mammal that lives in my home. Um, anywho, it's yeah. been good, minus that. It's been really hot. I don't know. I just, like, I had a moment the other day where I was walking up a hill, and it was, like, the sun was blaring down on me, and I was holding, like, I don't know, 30 bowls, because that's my life. And I just, I, like, I think I got to, like, a a, a standstill. Like, I just couldn't go any farther. <laughs> I oh, ran, no. I just kind of ran out of steam, like, on yeah. this hill. And I kind of didn't notice right away, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just kind of really fucking hot. <laughs> just, I'd really like to not be in this heat. Um, and that was it. But it was just, it was kind of a big moment for my day. <laughs> so right? I sort of just, I sort of just dissociated, and it's I felt like, like my brain cooking. Just the beginning of the end, really. Yeah, yeah. It was right during Zookeeper Weeks. But I think you're right. I think they were smart in putting it in the middle of the summer, because we're all literally dying. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was a good, it's a good plan. How's your week? Mine's been okay. I did hear a rumor about me. Yeah. What was it? You it's have to you, tell me. You got nipple tassels tattooed on your nipples. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Their information is correct. Oh man. News travels fast. Um, but no, I just heard something amazing today. Okay, wait. So I've been starting to write down what the people say to me at work because, you know, I forget them. Uh-huh. So I think I have one from last week. I don't think I said it, but... Um, I was doing my penguin talk and like talking about them and they're swimming and they're going underwater and this kid raised his hand and I'm like, yeah, go for it. And he's like, why do they look like babies underwater? Hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Did I hear that wrong? And he's like, why do they look like babies underwater? I was like, do they look like penguin babies? He's like, no, they look like babies underwater. And I was like, ah, that's such a good question. Anybody else have good questions? <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what an amazing uh, observation you had. Um, I'm going to go ahead and morph that into talking about, like, the climate they live in. Because how the fuck do I answer that? I just, like, couldn't comprehend what really that meant. 
<laughs> I mean, you said it. I and it made like, me like, like a laughter erupted from me involuntarily. Well, it made me scared. Like it was almost like threatening. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sinister. Like, do you know what babies look like underwater? Then, like, did you hold a baby underwater? Is that what you're like confessing to me right now at my penguin keeper chat? I'm overwhelmed. I took a sip of beer when he said that. I was, I was fucking drowned. <laughs> I was drowned in a teaspoon of beer. Amazing. Um, yeah, I had a I had a guest once, or no, it was a fellow keeper of mine. It was a Girl Scout group that came in, and he was doing a talk about orangutans, and uh, this girl was like, "Could that one rip your head off?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they all could. So, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I don't like to think about it, but sure. <laughs> And another another keeper I know said that um, she had a guest ask if like uh, one of our primates with like a baby, she's like, <laughs> would that mother ever just like throw her baby out of the habitat to freedom? <laughs> the girl's like, no, no <laughs> she never. wouldn't. That's not how things happen. The questions we get, that's a very good one though. It's but, like a baby underwater. It's sinister, <laughs> and I don't really know how to answer it either. Yeah, I was afraid. And then I immediately went inside and wrote it down. <laughs> so we like, ooh, ooh, that's very, very good. Um, but no, another another really good thing happened today. I did not experience this firsthand, so this was passed on to me by an intern. I don't know if that affects the story the at all. Validity? Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I even mentioned it. But anyway, so my intern was in um, a area, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, this kid comes up to her, high school group, you know, and they're all together and they're all dicking around. And he was like, Ugh. hey – do you know what a lorikeet that you threw across the room is called? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, is it a Laura Yeet? It's a Laura Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> Laura Yeet! I was like, that's incredible. And she said, like, the joke. moment he said it, everyone, like, erupted in laughter. Like, all the high school kids. And they were like, oh! You know how they do that thing? Oh! Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> all right, a side note. That's a really good joke, but on a side note, it was detracted by the stupid reaction from everyone. Uh, it's now less funny. Well, I don't know. I wasn't take there, it, though, no, you know? <laughs> take it from me, the queen of comedy. I, I know it's there. funny. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, that's all I had for my week, I guess. So are yeah, you ready to talk good. about the kinkachu? Kinkachu. Kinkachu. Yeah, hit me. What does Professor Oak have to say? <laughs> I'll make a little Pokedex noise. I don't know what uh, noise a it makes. Podidex. A Podidex. So this is the kinkajou. It's an animal. It's a chordate. It's a mammal. It's in the order Carnivora. This is important. Oh, Keep this okay. in mind. Okay. It is in the family Procinidae, which is the family that includes raccoons, Kawadamundi, kinkajou, uh, and some just other like, like crazy things that I don't even I don't know what they yeah, are. Yeah, I was just gonna say so like so just all the weird shit. Like yeah, there's something that starts in oh like uh, orgy orgies or something. Like the orgies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those. yeah, so those. <laughs> um, so he's related to a raccoon. Um, and quaddies, yeah. So they're all like raccoon things. Okay, genus is Potus, and species is Flavus, and that pretty much translated to golden drinker. Oh, same. Thirsty. Take a sip, babe. Take a fucking sip, babe. I was like, I just visited you, and I think every single day we said, take a sip, babe, or like some variation of that, like at least 45 goddamn times a day, and it never got old, and like it still isn't. No, it's still on trend. That was like when Damn Daniel came out, and you and I said that like 
the same amount like a thousand times a day yep. <laughs> for everything for i'm pretty everything. sure pretty sure we saw like at one point like a pigeon fly by and you looked at me and you're like take a fucking sip babe and i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> yep 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 yeah 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 it checks out mm-hmm. um but yeah and uh, this is this is the golden drinker so i did read like on i don't even know what website it was now national Ge- geographic or somebody <laughs> national geriatric <laughs> that's me (laughs) so every year the nation the nation votes on their favorite old person and he becomes the national geriatric (laughs) oh my god and then we sacrifice him at the end of the year it's the most prestigious title we bring in the new one but we have to kill the old one yeah we we push him into it we climb across the highest volcano and we just, we just boot him <laughs> in. You have to do it. We just push him over into a ditch and leave him there. Oh, a volcano's a fiery ditch. Hey, did anyone see Midsummer? Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. No, spoilers. I'm not going to say anything else. They just know. If they knew, they know. If they did see it, they know. If you know, you know. You know? If you know, you know. Take a sip, babe. Okay, so <laughs> I was like reading on one of these websites and it said that its name kinkajou came from the words honey bear but i used to work with kinkajous and that was not my understanding it was just like that was a nickname but not physically what the word kinkajou meant but obviously kinkajou is a very odd word so i was trying to look up what does the name kinkajou mean like mean Mm -hmm. and i guess i typed in like what does the name kinkajou mean like literally so it came up with a like baby naming website and oh I'll just God. have you know that in the 5,933,561 people that they have on this website, none of them are named Kinkajou. So if you That's want, a like, opportunity. a good baby name that uh-huh. nobody else has, Kinkajou. Take a fucking sip, babe. Take a fucking sip, babe. Uh, Kinkajou. It's also, a very good name. Just, like, super fun. On the side, like, right beside that fun fact was another fun fact that was just, mm-hmm. like, Uja kink or Uja Nick is kinkajou backwards. <laughs> like this fucking uh, baby naming website was the dumbest website I've ever experienced. And then I, I found one. I disagree. I think it's I know what I'm naming my child. And then I found another website and it was like, what does kinkajou mean? And then someone wrote, it means it's a um oh, it means it's like a yellow monkey or something. It just it was like it's a oh. monkey. That's what kinkajous are. They're monkeys. So then I was just like, everything on the internet's wrong right now and I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So if only I, I had Wikipedia to guide us to the light. Right? Right? Okay, so anyway, I don't know what the word kinkajou means. Maybe it doesn't mean honey bear. Maybe that's just a nickname. I don't know what language it is. All I know is that nobody's named kinkajou in the world. Well, is that the world? Five million? That's the United States, right? No, the How world isn't people? five million, dear. So that's like the United States. No. <laughs> <laughs> how many people is it 43 billion 5 billion is it 5 billion in the how world many, how many people i don't know the context of this question <laughs> how, many, how many people seven how many, billion how many people it's like roughly seven billion planet nine point okay no it's 7.3 so how many people in <laughs> u.s 327 million. Fuck, this is a very small sample size. So there goddamn could be yeah. someone very well named Kinkajou. There absolutely is. Fuck this and goddamn you know, baby naming website. It's worthless. It doesn't even give me a fact. Oh my god. There's not even a fact now. Strike it from the record. Who's oh taking no. notes? Kath. 
fucking safe, babe. <laughs> and a side note, though, I really love how you frame it as Kinkachu because I think it it makes for a very good shortened version. You know, like Pikachu is like Pika, whereas yeah. this is like Kinka, Kinka. It's- oh, Kinka King. Oh, oh. Ah. I like it a lot. Kinkajou, use lap dance. (laughs) (laughs) The pause. Zubat was distracted by lap dance. He can't move his next turn. He gets to go again, Kinkajou. Great job. Snorlax fell asleep. Oh, Ew, that's very good. Okay, I can't wait for Pokemon. Let's go, Kinkachu. <laughs> Kinkachu edition. It. Can you imagine? Okay. I can't. So this boy, if you've never seen a Kinkachu in real life, they're quite small, actually. Yeah, buckle um, up. So weight wise, one point four to four point six kilograms, which is three to ten pounds. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Is that I'm funny just... to you? No. I'm just remembering the drawing that you did of the Kinkachu. <laughs> Which, like, isn't terrible, but it just reminded me of that, like, that, like, meme where it's, like, I tried to draw a chameleon from memory. Have you seen that one? Have you seen that one? I don't think so. You're just making me laugh because you're laughing hysterically and not even saying Oh, that means we're such good friends. Uh, no, it's, like, it's, like, um... This person's like, I tried to draw a chameleon for memory, this is as far as I got. Um, anyways, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna send it to you, so okay. keep, well, keep talking about their size. Now we need to interject with, like, what what you're even talking about. So I was okay. waiting, <laughs> you know, I see it. Sorry. I see it. You looked it up? being emerging from the void oh my god it really does look like my drawing it like oh my god incredible incredible i just love its eyes Uh, incredible why'd they stop because like keep going i know right that's my new tat no i was waiting to hear from you and i was like looking up kinkajou videos and there was one that was like how to draw a kinkajou step by step. So I was like, okay. So I just drew a kinkajou while I was waiting for you. No, yours and looks it, pretty good. <laughs> and it obviously was like by a person that doesn't know what kinkajou are because it mm-hmm. made, this is an animal, spoiler alert, as a prehensile tail and he made just like this long hanging fucking stump of a tail um, and also made it have like, like if you look at the back leg, it's like a chameleon hand. I don't know if you mm-hmm. observed my drawing very closely, but... <laughs> It did. It was odd. <laughs> so that's Anywho, what that was. I think we're going to post it, so stay tuned for that, guys. Yeah, we will. For sure. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, outrageous. Yeah, so they're quite small. <laughs> uh, lengthwise, the body head to, like, base of tail would be 40 to 60 centimeters, which is 16 to 24 inches. And then mm-hmm. the tail would be another 40 to 60, so another 16 to 24. So very, very long tail, like, as long as they're a body. Um, they <laughs> – just dropped my pin on the ground. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I do want you to look. I do want you to look at something for me. Okay. Um, so it, it. you can go. I'm sure you can just Google like National Geographic, like their website. I want you to go to the Kinkajou page mm-hmm. that na- that National Geographic has because I need you to see the silhouette because we have another really great <gasps> a shadow man. We have a shadow man, and it's a size relative um, of the Kinkajou to a six foot man, and it's just really on point. You know what? I've missed our Shadow Man from Wikipedia. So yeah, I'm and getting back into I the usually use people. National Geographic, and I don't remember them using the Silhouette Man so often. Oh, I see him. He looks proud, <laughs> and it's also on his head. <laughs> yeah. So there's a man with like hmm. a power hmm. stance, like hmm. legs very far apart, arms crossed, can like I just head say, tilted. Can I just say I can tell that he's wearing khakis? Oh yeah. <laughs> It looks like he's wearing cargo khakis. It does. That's a but, boot cut fit if I've ever seen okay, one. Okay, wait. I'm picturing right now, like, this silhouette, like, he's the gym leader. <gasps> okay, that's better. And Kinkajou's, like, writing him. Like, yeah. But I'll it, allow okay, it. So, like, we'll also probably post this. I don't know. It's very small on this website for some reason. But the Kinkajou is writing this man's head. Like, yeah, that's yeah. their size relativity. Like, not like, oh, it's beside you. Because that's what you, like... I don't know. I'm used to, like, the height of things on the ground. Yeah, yeah. But, like, here's how big it is relative to your face. It's an <laughs> odd artistic choice, yeah. It if is. you can scale it to your skull, this is kind of what it is. This is what uh, it would And be you like. gave me so much shit for, like, my Eevee riding on my head, even though I'm wearing a hat, because you're like, ah, she's pissing all over you. But, like, this kinkajou is literally shitting down the back of this man's, like, buzz cut. True. But that's 100% why I didn't buy Eevee Edition, because she rides on your head, so... That's 100% why I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Opposites attract. Yeah. So I just love that man. Mm-hmm. This long tail is very important because it is, like I said, prehensile. So they can use it as kind of like a fifth limb. Interestingly, and I did not know this, and I still barely believe it because I'm actually mm-hmm. going to look it up right now. <laughs> um. There are only two carnivores, well, two animals in the order carnivora, who have prehensile tails. Okay. And they are the kinkajou and the binturong. Oh. But, like, okay. I, I mean, granted, we never see our binturongs because they're nocturnal, but, like, I never saw them use their tail, like, at all. But now I'm seeing photos of them. They do wrap it around shit, but. Yeah, I only ever saw our binturong um, sleeping in a hammock. Right. So, like. That is, like, not prime tail opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're the only ones with a prehensile tail. So, appearance-wise, a kinkajou does look like a tiny little Pokemon. I mean, really. So they're mm-hmm. gold or, like, kind of like a brownish-gray. I know. They're pretty much gold. Um, in color. They're like, and- a, they're like goldenrod. Remember that color? Yeah, that crayon? Yeah. Yeah. I always use that one, but it's it's a very, like, saturated yellow. Yeah, yeah. And um, they do have, like, kind of, like, a grayer undercoat that is, like, layered in there, so that gives them some, like, depth. They have very, very large brown eyes. Pretty small, little, like, cute, like, Winnie the Pooh ears. And then they have five toes on each foot, which do have nice, sharp claws on them. And they all, they, their hands look like, kind of like bad human hands. Yeah, because they're almost, like, webbed in a way. Yeah, because, like, raccoons have, like, strange human-style hands as well. Yeah, the kinkajous, so I, think I don't think... think like, a family thing. Yeah, they're less creepy than the 
raccoons, I think, the kinkajous. Mm-hmm. But they use them a lot. So, like, when they're eating, they're going to be using their hands, like, a, a lot of the time. Um, yes, yes. Because they have them. And, like, why not? So they are native to Central and South America. That's where they'll be found. And they're going to be living mm-hmm. in kind of closed canopy tropical forests. And they are arboreal. So that prehensile tail and, like, rocking around in the treetops is, like, their main M.O. Like, that's where they want to be. That's where they're comfy. Mm-hmm. Catch me in the treetops. King got you. King got you. Okay, so diet. They do have very, very sharp incisors. They have carnivore teeth. That's why they're, like, classified in the order carnivora. Like, if you picture a raccoon, it's got gnarly teeth, too. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that they are carnivores. So they actually are omnivores, and they're actually 90% of the time going to be eating ripe fruit. So they're kind of like a frugivore, really. Um, Ooh, yummy! So they really love ripe fruit. They really love figs. They love all the different berries that you can give them and Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. And they're going to use their little hands to hold them and grab hold of stuff. And they'll hang on with their tails and hold their whole body up by their tail and, like, reach and grab fruit and grab stuff and slurp it down. They are pretty useful um, as seed dispersal units. So everything that they're eating, they're also shitting. So they're helping out kind of... Um, with that sort of things, and they are known to help pollinate as well, because they will also drink nectar, and they'll eat some, like, leaves, herbs. They also have been seen to eat small insects, like ants and termites, even bird eggs, and maybe some small vertebrates. Those things were kind of less known, I guess. Um, they're really gonna stick more towards fruit. But what's just fun is they have a five-inch long tongue. Oh, slurp. Yeah, so it's kind of long. So a really slender, skinny, extrudable five-inch tongue. And that's what's going to help them get to fruit, lick nectar, slurp, and just do all kinds of slurping. Just like slurp and derp. You know what, though? It's not quite as long as your tongue. As mine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got, like, another, like, two inches on this guy. Oh, easy. I like that. I don't watch movies with superheroes, but I'm like that Spider-Man one where he's got that big, long tongue. Blah. Blah. <laughs> blah, blah. That's me. Blah. Or lick a tongue, I guess. I'll just use a Pokemon. Um, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, they're a pollinator. And then, okay, different resources say different things. And it's like if one guy writes it, everybody's fucking quoting him. And I'm like, is that even true? So mm-hmm. in the wild, they're not really known to eat honey. However, other websites say that they're known to eat honey from beehives all the time. Oh, um, God. Conflicting but they have been reports. given honey in, like, zoos and, aqu- zoos and aquariums and um, eat it. So <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, because honey is delicious. And they're known as the honey bear. But I think they're called the honey bear because of their color, not because mm-hmm. of, like, necessarily that was, like, their main diet. Because it's not. It's fruit. Yeah, yeah. So, That's like if I if I, I called know. you like the granola bar bear, you'd be like, I mean, I don't have anything against them, but that's like right. not what I'm known for. Right. But I do look like a granola bar. So but like you do that look tracks. exactly like a granola bar. Yes. 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 Uh, oh my God. I also just like totally forgot to mention. I just really wanted to mention this earlier. Um, so whenever I was like watching all these YouTube videos and stuff, you know how YouTube just constantly is like recommending other videos and it's yeah. based on... Like, what they think you'll like, or, like, I don't know, 
what just like a watching. weird roll of like the devil dice yeah because <laughs> so that's how mine this, pop like, up like kind of offensive recommended video i'm trying to send it to you and of course i my phone won't send but basically it's a picture of brie larson and the video thumbnail says stop doing this like really really big so i'm like drawing my kinkajou and i like look over and it oh it's it I'm like, look at what that's called. Like, why is that recommended for me? Like, what is that trying? What is YouTube trying to say? Uh, let me see. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's probably written by some like dweebo. Well, it is for sure, child. but I'm just like offended. So the YouTube yeah. video is five common habits that make people instantly dislike you, <laughs> and it was like recommended for you. <laughs> it's like for okay. uh for you. Like, I'm minding you. my, number one, I'm minding my own goddamn business. Drawing I'm just this drawing Kikuchu, a Kikuchu. And, <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being, what is that, like, meme? It's like, I feel like, just feel like I'm, I came out to have a good time. I feel like I'm just being attacked right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm really being attacked right now. Um, I think YouTube knows you better than anyone else. It's like, we got to get this bitch Maybe. under control. <laughs> like, everyone dislikes me so quickly. Like, they're, everyone's just like, we've got to help her out. It's my FBI agent. He sent me that video. <laughs> he slid that into your YouTube recommend. Just like, mm, take a little sip here, babe. He's like, God, this bitch is hopeless. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just thought of that because my phone is in my hand. Okay. So, <laughs> behavior. Spending most of its time and life in the trees. Arboreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, very agile. They have that really awesome tail. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much just like a fifth hand used in climbing. But this is not used... To grasp food or to, like, hold food while they're eating it or anything. This is more helping them hang on to stuff, navigate, um, and also just, like, curl up around their little body like a little blankie. That's ideal. I wish I had that. Uh, Here's our other fun fact that we've now heard, like, 75,000 times. They also have the ankles and feet that can rotate 180 degrees so that they can descend trees going forward. Excellent, because I love a little horror movie monster with okay. my well, here, national it gets, geriatric. It gets it gets worse. So this is this is where this is quoted on every goddamn Kinkajou factoid website, uh-huh. but I cannot find a video of it. And I worked with the Kinkajou, and I mean I've never observed this. If you do, and someone has a god, I want to see this so bad. Okay, it says all these things say that because the Kinkajou's ankles can rotate 180 degrees. It can run backwards just as no. fast as it can run forwards. No. Because it would turn its ankles around to do so. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like I can turn left and right? So why would I turn my feet left and like still face forward? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just because yeah. my ankles turn doesn't mean that would be like my most effective way of like getting around. So correct, I can't imagine correct. this saying being like and like turn its little ankles around and then it's like da, 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 da. like it hey, would I be... just want to be real fucking weird yeah and like mine never did like do the exorcist walk uh-huh. around me so if somebody else has seen it i would die to see it yeah that just doesn't seem real i totally understand it's for descending trees like yes there's tons of like quaddies we went over some other fucking i don't even know anymore the margay yo there you go see you know that they all do that, but like the fact that they're saying it's gonna it's gonna pick up all its feet, like pop them the other direction, and mm-hmm, do like mm-hmm. a creepy 
walk back. It can't even see. How is that the most effective way to get away from a predator? It would be to just bolt and turn around. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Speaking of recommended videos, there was a recommended video to me recently of this, like, elderly man who pops his legs around and walks backwards like that. And you talking about the kinkajou doing that just, like, sparked this, like, uh, I don't know, cursed memory in me. Um, But, yeah, I agree. He didn't turn his body around. He just, like, popped his, like, weird knees and feet around and, like, scuttled backwards. I just, it's not very time efficient. No, I don't think so. I think, if anything, you're probably more prone to tripping. Right. So, yeah, I don't think that's the thing. I mean, I think, sure, if, like, they had to, they could, but I don't think they ever would choose to. It's just like running with a backpack on. If I have to, I will. Yeah. But I would never voluntarily choose to do so. No. It just seems It's the to last me. thing I would ever do. But, like, every time you Google Kinkajou, it's like, they can run just as fast backwards with their ankles turned around. I'm just like, I just don't. You know where, what it is, though? Where? It's because... Show me, show me the receipts. <laughs> where are the receipts, though? Uh, you know what it is, though? It's that people, like, <clears throat> literally can't bring themselves to care about something unless there's something, like, bizarro about the animal. Then they're just like, oh, wow, this thing can well, eat its own butt. Everybody wants it as a pet, so they don't care about anything else other than cuddling it, so. Well, it's because people are the worst. Um, okay, so more behavior stuff. They do have scent glands. If you ever see one, like, maybe at a zoo... If they look up, you'll be able to see, like, bald patches um, on their chin and kind of, like, well, their throat, really. Um, and those are scent glands, and that's totally normal. And those have them, they have them on their belly as well. So that's helping in scent marking in terms of just where their territory is or where they're traveling. Mm-hmm. They can kind of mark areas with their cheeks and belly. They are interestingly solitary slash communal. So they kind of will hang out in family units and then groom one another and hang out but then they also when foraging and stuff will be solitary um if you're like me though they get their energy from from being alone yeah they're an introvert uh and they're pretty vocal um this is a great quote kinkajous have a short barking wee 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 call oh they are a pokemon wee 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 I never heard mine vocalize a day in its life, so. Here's a question for you. Did your, did your kinkajou stink? Did it stinkajou? Oh, it stunkajou for sure. Mm-hmm. They're what pretty gross. Like? Um, I don't know now that you say that. Because, like, binturongs, people always say that they smell, smell like, like popcorn. popcorn. I don't remember him, like, having a particular scent. Hmm. Other than the fact that his shit was really stinky. Oh, yeah. And he would just, like... I knew, every time I would go in to see him, he would shit because they're nocturnal, which we'll get into. It's <laughs> so like during the day, he's sleeping. So anytime I would go in there, I would wake him up. And so I knew yep. he would shit. So I just walk under him with my bucket and he'd shit into my bucket. And then I'm like, well, I'm done cleaning. <laughs> hell yeah. What a, it's a hell of a training plan you got there. Yeah. So that worked out for me. But yeah, as, in terms of like exhibit animals, terrible terrible yeah. they're nocturnal stop it stop getting them as exhibit animals they do really well however as ambassador animals if you're seeing them in zoos you're probably seeing people using them for like outreach and like training sessions they're pretty intelligent they're very food motivated it's just the issue of them being nocturnal and wanting to be up at 2 a.m and not 2 p.m don't um, they can't they like kind of change their <clears throat> their like time that they're awake or like not change it but like get used to like a new schedule 
Because, like, mean, in the case of ambassador animals, I've heard, like, mixed reports. I've never worked with them, so I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, we had the other one that we worked with. Well, at the place we worked together, there was an outreach animal there as well, and it pretty much slept in, like, a pouch all day. I think you mm-hmm. can encourage them to be awake, um, but I still think they're going to have the tendency to be very, like, crepuscular, like, still up between, like, I think my notes say 7 p.m. to midnight is, like, their fucking witching hour. <laughs> that's like my kitten <laughs> yeah so they're actual vampires so i think mm, you can okay. like i mean they're gonna want to get up and train and like he still are still ate during the day like he would f- eat when i fed him but he yeah. would then immediately go back to sleep i just don't think you're yeah. gonna see them doing a ton of behaviors yeah like on their own like it's like they're gonna hang out and like play with enrichment and like do fun stuff by themselves i think they'll interact yeah. with like a person but yeah, on their okay. own, like, in an exhibit. They're going to be pretty fucking terrible. At least ours were. Cool, um, yeah. But, yeah, you see them a lot. Solitary, just because then it would be easier to work with them. And um, you can have some other fun animals in your outreach program and not just be, like, inundated with <laughs> Kikachu. Just have, like, ten yeah. Kikachu. That's not that fun. <laughs> you have, like, a very specific time you can do outreach programs. <laughs> like, all we got are Kikachu, man. Like, work with me here. In. Yeah, so 7 to midnight. Um, so during the day, they're going to pretty much, like, avoid direct sunlight was the quote. So, like, very good vampire energy. Yeah, and they're going to strong sleep vampire. In, like, tree hollows, sleep in, like, bushes and trees and just, like, not be anywhere um, in the sun. Yeah, that's, uh, that's BVE for sure. Yeah. Uh, breeding happens kind of throughout the year. They can have one to two babies. Gestation's about 112 to 118 days. Mm-hmm. Mm, the baby is born with its eyes shut can't see for a month develops quickly um they say by the end of the second month it's already able to use its tail to hang upside down Sick. What is incredible about those like prehensile tailed animals because they totally hang from their tail they have like mm-hmm. wicked core strength like the fact that you can hang from your tail and then yes. just do like a fucking crunch and like come back yeah. up and grab the limb i'm like damn i can't even sit up in bed sometimes because it hurts <laughs> And he's out here doing just, like, floating crunches. Yep, yep. And they do it so slowly, too. Yeah. Oh, it looks effortless. Yeah. They don't even, like, swing. They don't need momentum. He's just like, eh, here I am. And up, uh, up. Uh, they're just a question mark. That's what they are. <laughs> and up. Uh, uh, and uh, uh Yeah, dude. I, I feel you, man. I, like, try to step out of a drain, and I'm like, this is it. I can't do it anymore. National Geriatric, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Voted in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of all about the Kinkajus. Um, actually, uh, like, um, conservation situation-wise, they're of least concern. Okay. So, they're actually, like, doing okay. Well, that's, which yeah, is, that's pretty good. Which is very rare for, I would say, like, a mammal. <laughs> Usually yeah, like dying. a small charismatic mammal of, like, the like a tropical region. Usually yeah. they're all, like, dying. But they do have a very wide range of, like, all of basically Central and, like, the majority of South America. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of helps. And then the fact that they're nocturnal, I feel like they're not, like, on everybody's radar so much for needing to hunt them. But they are affected a little bit by um, hunting for fur and meat. They also mm-hmm. um, are... Mm-hmm susceptible to habitat destruction so of course they're living in like forests which we're mm-hmm. just always constantly decimating because like we have no other hobbies and then 
they also are susceptible to the pet trade. So being caught taken yeah, for the pet trade. Um, I feel like every small common. to Mimi and Manuel is like, God, just like yeah, obliterated by the pet trade. Well, I know like Quatamundi because I used to work with them as well, and Kikuju are very common. Um, both of which though are have like these very large incisors and are carnivore yes. like i mean kinkajou eat way more meat than or i'm sorry quite a money eat way more meat than kinkajou do and mm-hmm. um so people like declaw them and rip out their canines and do all this stuff and it's just like so why are up. you i just don't understand i i feel like there's ugh, i don't even want to say it but i feel like there's some kind of like mental health issue with like needing to own an exotic animal, like the need for it. Like some people just feel like they have to have them. And then to do so to like. Oh, I think it's such a like extreme sense of entitlement. Yeah. It's... And like a, an extreme disregard for like other beings. Like it's well, almost like a, like a complete lack of empathy. Yeah. Like we're just like the hottest shit on the planet. And like I can do whatever I want with anything. Yeah. Like it's I like the... love all animals, but I don't have a desire to have them in my home and like rule over them. Like, I yeah. love cats, and I, like, rescued my cats, and, like, I think it'd be fun to have a bird if I could get, like, a rescue bird or something, but I just feel like that's so different than having a wild, non-domesticated, I mean, the birds, but what whatever, um, non-domesticated yeah. animal. That, that you, like, have to, like, name you, to have in your yes, home. Yes, yes, yes. That you have to physically harm so that it yeah. doesn't physically harm you as bad. Yeah, it, well, it's like the Loris, too. They would, like, clip their, the canines and and yeah. everything and, like, expose them. Because yes. those are, like, nocturnal. Like, expose them to light. Yeah. And it was, like, horrible. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I think there's, like, there's a severe, like, superiority complex involved. It's, like, but the it weird, like, because, hoarding like, thing. But instead of hoarding, you just want, like, a couple things. Yeah. But you want, like, a couple bad things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. It sucks, though. I mean... I don't know. I just, yeah, the fact that people do, like, have to maim something to keep it, because they do that with, like, bears and, like, big cats and stuff, too, and it's, like, equally as messed up. And there are people whose, like, heart are in the right place, and they are, like, rescuing other people's stuff, and, like, I do think that, like, exotic animals can be managed by, like, a couple of people. Like, I'm not saying, like, they're not doing it right, because they're not an AZA, like, giant zoo or whatever. No, I think it can Mm -hmm. be managed properly. There's people who are, like, having them in their homes and, like, treating them like babies and, like, doing all this weird stuff and, like, hurting them and maiming them and not, like, providing for them for what, like, the natural species needs and trying to, like, Mm -hmm. make them a pet, basically, and, like, making them stay up during the day or, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or, like, feeding them a diet. Yeah. Yeah, like, feeding them a diet that's, like, not realistic, like, just a bunch of Rice Krispies or something. So it's just really weird. So just here, if you're thinking about, if you're, like, reading that, okay, and this is my big beef, right? So the whole time I'm looking this up, I'm, like, reading all this stuff about them, and, like, National Geographic is coming up a bunch of times. National Geographic is, like, these are bad pets, you know, like, on their website. You type in Mm -hmm. National Geographic, or you type in, like, Kinkajou videos, the, like, top video that pops up is a National Geographic video called Cute and Cuddly, the Kinkajou. So, like, why would you even See? fucking call it yeah. cuddly, you dumb motherfucker? And in the video, they say they're not good pets. But, like, what's some clickbait bullshit? Like, people are going to read that and be like, oh, National Geographic said they're cuddly. Like, I'm going to go all for it. Yeah. Because no one's going to watch your whole 10-minute fucking video and then to read to the very end when you're like, well, actually, they're not good pets. 
Yeah, so, it's bad branding. That's yeah, just, that pissed me off. And Fuck it's them. easily avoidable. Yeah. Um, so they suck. So anyway, yeah, they're super, they can be very aggressive, clawing, biting. They have really sharp claws. They have those very um, strong incisors. They are also uh, a nocturnal animals. So they're going to be up during the night. They make very loud noises. They have a very um, kind of difficult diet. You don't usually have just like mass amounts of fresh fruit and figs and shit in your house. But um, yeah, also just fun fact they also can carry um, Bela Sasker, uh, Bela Saskaris. <laughs> yeah, I knew they carried something. I don't know yeah. what it was. So that's the raccoon roundworm. So that's in the kind of raccoon family. <laughs> oh, cool. So this causes, this is fun, severe morbidity or, uh-huh. I don't know, death. <laughs> Rest in fucking pieces, babe. Yeah. Hope you like your fucking kinkajou you bought off the black market, you dead bitch. You died but- from it. I hope it bites you and you get roundworm and you die. And you die. Uh, yeah. And then um, they are, of course, like we always think about, at least I do, like when I'm thinking about the exotic pet trade, I always think about like the United States, it's being like the worst. But these places that have them natively are also like keeping them as pets. So they're called the lion monkey in like El, Sal- El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras and are like commonly kept as pets there as well. Mm. So it's not always... U.S., you know, we have to, like, spread awareness everywhere. Well, and it's um, not always, like, intent to be malicious either. Oh, no, like, not a lot at of, all. No, no, a no, lot no, of times, no. too, it's just a lack of, like, information. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like... But then, yeah. when it comes to the people that do keep them maliciously, they extra suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh, they get a plus one and suck. <laughs> um, just feel like there's something else I was going to say, and I can't even remember. But, yeah, in captivity... Um, you know, they see, like, life expectancy going, like, mid-20s as an average. The highest ever was, like, 40-something or other. So, you live okay. a long time, too. So, mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. I don't know. Um, just, like, going back dead. really quick to what you said about, like, them biting someone. Yeah. I, um That was something that I forgot to mention, but I wanted to in our last Q&D. Was, like, that is a question that I think we get all the time. Is, like, does it bite? Will it bite you? What, like, you know, just a variation of that sort of question. And, like, like I think we've all joked at one point, like, by saying something along the lines of, yeah, if it has a mouth, it can bite you. Right. Um, but at the same time, like, what you said makes so much sense because you're like, I mean, I use, like, common sense. Like, I'm not, I'm not stepping out of, like, their comfort zone to, like, you know, interact with them or just, like, fuck with them or whatever it may be. Um but I think, I think it kind of stems back to a bigger issue of, you know, a lot of, like, the people that come through the zoo, like, see these animals as, like, a spectacle and sort of a, I don't know, sort of like a, like, an exotic, like, risk, I guess, so to speak. And so when they ask that, the answer that they're looking for is, like, yeah, they're, like, terrifying, da-da-da, whatever. Um, but when it comes down to it, it, like, what you said, like, it's total common sense. We're approaching it from a perspective of, no, we're not going to, like, fuck with them. That's weird and rude. Yeah. And we're just going to, like, do what's best for them to take care of them and, like, let them live their whatever species life it is. Whereas, like, the general, like, mindset is more of along the lines of, like, oh, my God, does it bite you? <laughs> it's, right. like, you. it's just a fundamental misunderstanding of, like, the relationship that we have with our animals, which is unfortunate. I don't know. I was just thinking about it when you were talking about that and, like, 
that's not to say that we don't ever get bit because I think every single one of us has gotten bit by an animal that we've worked with. Um, mm. But we like learn a valuable lesson from it. And I get bit we every day that... by the penguins, but that's because they don't have hands. <laughs> well, and like a lot of times too, like I know most people when they do have those talks and they're talking to the guest and whatever it like comes up or something, it's like, yeah, but I deserved it. Like, for the most part, I deserve that I got bit by this animal. In the case of, like, penguins, they're neurotic and insane, so it's a different story. <laughs> but, all you know, time. Never you know, but, like, for a lot of animals, if you're fucking with them, they're going to bite you. It's yeah. a natural defense mechanism. That's the thing. And so like, I, think... I worked with someone who got, like, bit or scratched by every animal. And it's either, at that point, it was either, like, you just shouldn't be working with animals because you, like, you got weird vibes. Or, like, you yeah. literally can't read animals at all. Like, how? Yes, yes. How are you getting bit and scratched by everything? So, like, they would tell me, like, oh, well, that animal's, like, attacked someone before. And I'm like, who? And they're like, da-da-da-da-da. And it was the same fucking person. And I was like, well, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. Because everything's bit her. So, I don't think they're that dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But I just just think it comes down to, like, there's just a – there's a big difference between, like, how you approach an animal and how you think about it if you're going to go in and, like, get bit. And if you do get bit, then it's your own fault. Like, you did something that, like, scared them. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it, like – for the most part, an animal isn't going to, like, seek you out just to attack you. There are oh. some out there. <laughs> there is a salmon crested cockatoo that had it out for me. But at the same time, like, <laughs> yes, because those birds are insane. But at the same time, like, for the most part, they're just acting on, like, you know, defense and, like, instinct and stuff. So, I don't yeah, know. I just a- think it's, like, it could be its whole own conversation about, Well, like, aggression is a natural behavior. That. I mean, that's yes, natural. Yes. So they would be biting other animals. They would be biting other kinkajus they'd be biting like random shit they find like yeah that doesn't really necessarily mean anything that's like a totally i yell at people every day like that's aggression that's a natural thing yes does i guess i don't know i need therapy maybe do i need a xanax (laughs) yes absolutely does that make it unnatural calm the fuck down (laughs) yes is it unnatural no (laughs) um i don't know i guess it just like generally kind of bums me out that a lot of the general public has the idea that, like, that that is not even at the forefront of their mind as kind of, like, a basic of animal behavior. Right. I don't know. It just I kind of bums me out. Because yeah, it's like, you, you just don't even understand. You're We're not even on the same page at all. No, they're not. Um, and it's like, I'm trying to tell you, and you're just like, does it bite you? And I'm like, man, no. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Come on. Anywho. Any hoodle. Any hoodle. Um, so back to Kinkachu. So, just like in media, you know, not a lot, except for my favorite story of actually all time. And this just oh, happened... can't wait. Just a couple years ago. I remember my... I was working with Kinkajus at the time. My mom sent me this article. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just read you the, the tagline. Well, it's not really the tagline. It's the first sentence of the article. An elderly woman in Miami woke up to quite a surprise when she found an exotic animal caressing her face. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so this woman's living in Miami. Uh she woke up and there was a kinkajou laying on her face. <laughs> bow chicka bow wow. Yeah. Uh she woke up screaming and so mm-hmm. it climbed into her attic. Oh. So then her family, uh her friend came over and tried to help catch it. Um Holy shit, imagine this... that thing on your face in the middle of the night. Right. There, yeah. Like, You'd be like, what is this thing? Like, imagine not having, like, what if you don't even have, like, a pet? So, like, you wake up and there's, a, <laughs> like, it's not even, like, a second of, like, oh, is that my cat? Like, you wake up and you're like, what the fuck? 
Hey, there's a creature on me, and I've never seen it before. Yeah. And then she, like, this woman didn't even know what a kinkajou was. So, like, then Mm -hmm. it was, like, a nightmarish creature. That's what I'm saying is, like, you have no idea what the thing is. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so yeah, her, um, she called somebody who actually knew that it was a kinkajou, and she was like, how the fuck? So she googled kinkajou sounds on her phone, played the video, mm-hmm. and the thing came out of the attic, oh, and they used yeah. cherries and put him into a cage, and then they took him to, uh, a vet, and they tranquilized him, and, um, you know, knocked him under, and did, like, a, uh, check up and they said other than being kind of hungry it was about like five years old and was given a clean bill of health oh what a happy ending except oh okay the fact that it was um a guy's pet that had been that had escaped oh yeah that's not so fun and its name is banana (laughs) it's a very good name (laughs) it's a very good kinkachu name Special permits allow people to keep exotic animals in the United States, and the vet said he sees one or two kinkajous a year in Miami. Oof. Of course you do, because fucking Miami. Um, on a side note, a fun fact, if you ever need to lure me out of an attic, cherries are a good way to go. What about weird kinkajou meat meat meeps or whatever the fuck that article said it was? Yeah, they'll do it. I'll probably try to figure out what the fuck that is. <laughs> and come out, and then you can just net me. Oh, if, or just like Pokemon, Pokemon Let's Go Kinkajou Edition and some cherries, and I'm there. That's it. You're my trainer now. I'm it's right there. around. Let's go, mommy. Time to lap dance. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let me do my t- thing. Do you want a TLDL on this kinky Pokemon? Hell yeah, hit me with it. Okay, so we were supposed to like roast. I was gonna, I was gonna like roast this animal for Jeremy. So basically, you're taking care of like a, the stripper Pokemon. With, like, exorcist ankles. Little, like, sex baby. And... I don't know. It's just yellow. <laughs> he's yellow? He's got, like, big teeth. And... I don't know. He's not even not even endangered. So what are you going to talk about? He ain't hiding from his big old tail. He's doing just fine. So you anyway, know what? That's the, an extra uh... grip on the, uh, on the old pole. Girl, you right. Just swing around that thing by the tail. Do you pick oh, up some speed? You know what? Do you hear me? It's like that vine. I'm sorry. Do you hear me? Yeah, what are you doing? Throwing dollar bills in the air. <laughs> I did not think that's what you were doing. Throwing dollar bills. Making it rain, motherfucker. Okay, it sounded like something else. Um, it Terrible. reminded me of that vine, though. If you, like, think of that kink, you, like, swinging around the pole. That guy, like, ties a potato to a ceiling fan. <laughs> A like, potato flew yeah. around, around my room. The room before. Yep. And then it's like, ah! <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Good stuff. Okay, so the Kikaju is an animal to in the order Carnivora, um, in the family Procinidae, which is the raccoons, the Quetamundi, and some other things. It is the genus and species Potus Flavus, which is the golden drinker. This is the Kikaju, which five million people aren't named, but someone could be named it. They're about 10 pounds. Their tail is about as long as their body, which can be anywhere from um, 40 to 60 centimeters or 16 to 24 inches. They are golden, yellow, kind of brownish in coloration. They have very large brown eyes, very small rounded ears, make them look like a little cute little bear. Five toes in each foot, native to Central and South America in the closed canopy kind of treetop areas. 
they do have really sharp teeth, but they are mainly frugivores and eating mostly fruit. They do love figs, uh, but they can eat leaves, flowers, herbs, maybe honey, maybe insects, bird eggs, small vertebrates. I honestly can't remember what our diet was. I know we gave it dog food and mm. maybe like an egg. Maybe a hard-boiled egg. Oh, that's a quality diet. You know those – no, you know I those small remember. mammals love that hard-boiled egg, though. I know, but I really can't remember what he, what he had. Um, they have a five-inch extrudable tongue, which is very helpful in just kinkajou situations. Just um, general. Just general things. Yeah, licking nectar from flowers, pollinating stuff, licking stuff. They are – Arboreal and spending most of their time in the trees, they can rotate their ankles and feet 180 degrees to climb forwards down a tree. Wow. Okay, so there are sink glands on the throat, blah, 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 nocturnal, blah, 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 breeds, has babies. The babies are very, 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 very cute. Very cute. We never had any because we only had one, but very cute. Uh, Really big in the pet trade. Bad pet. That's all I got. (laughs) No, it's good. It was very good. I didn't know 99% of that stuff. I knew it and I forgot it. And then I looked it up again. So ain't that just the way. <laughs> ain't that just the fucking way. That was good. I liked it. Um, Are there any kinkajou in media? No, I like not really at all that I could find. Uh, man. Maybe, what, I mean, what? Zoo Tycoon. So like always Zoo Tycoon. But that's yeah. pretty much it. Was that one movie, uh, Rio? Was that the one about the birds in South America? Yeah. I wonder if there'd be, a, like, a kinkajou in there. Maybe. Uh, Maybe in the background. If there is, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> there are comments? I don't know. <laughs> no, they can't comment on this at all. Okay. Uh, so thank you so much for hanging out with us. We had a good time learning about animals, learning about the kinky Jews. And um, join us on our... Keeper Chat Facebook page, our Instagram, our Twitter. We have a Patreon. We have a Keeper Chat Grime Time Facebook group where you can share memes, pictures of your favorite animals, um, your Etsy stores that help conservation. Like, literally anything is pretty much fair game as long as we agree with it because it's our page. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think someone, I think someone the other day did a uh, job posting for their zoo. Yeah, that was amazing. So I was like, yeah, if you're in the market, hit it up. I know. Oh my God. It was like hippos. I love hippos. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, do. I think that's it. Um, you can always rate us and review us on iTunes. For every review we get, we donate $5 to conservation. Yeah. We always appreciate reviews. Because it makes us feel better about ourselves. If you have any yep. questions that you want answered on the podcast, you can send them to keeperchat at gmail.com. Um, we're working on some fun stuff right now. Maybe potential, I don't know, like merchy related things or like, I don't know, P.O. Box related things. <gasps> um, we are having a bonus episode on our Patreon this month. So if you ever want to join our Patreon, it's $5 a month and it gets you access to all of the previous bonus content plus of course bonus content in the future um this month we will be watching a movie and doing a uh movie cap and review and maybe talk about um if animals were true life in the movie if we even if there are animals in there um i think we have a lot of votes for b movie there's like a vote for sphere which is just like (laughs) i think we talked about sphere before Uh, we've definitely talked about b movie before so yeah we're neck Um, and neck here yeah, so there's some good stuff on there, so um, that'll be really fun. So if you're interested in that, you can always check out Patreon and our Keeper Chat page on there. I think that is all. 
I'm going to put a plug in for our Twitter, too, because we've been popping off on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my um, God, yeah. You and I just like to post, like, weird stream of conscious Just thoughts. nonsensical. Like, I think the other day I was like, I'm going to come home and fucking dab. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I posted that one the other day. I was like, yeah, we're just eat a footlong sub. <laughs> yes. And everyone's just like, yes, we fucking yes. do. You all are vibing with us, so come vibe with us on Twitter. It's oh. the best. Or, like, the other day when someone... We were playing trivia, and someone was like, "What are the mammals called who lay eggs?" And I was like, "You know, you always try to, you always try to be the first one to say it." So I was like, "Metronomes," and then I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> it's not a metronome; it's a monotreme." But yeah, you it's try not a metronome at all. On my part. Okay, this is very long episode. Okay, uh, thanks so much. Bye. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> smell. Yeah. Later. Happy to see you, baby. Bye. Bye. Bye.